Hey everybody, this is Aaron. The story you're about to hear is one of the most personal stories that I've ever told. Um, but before we get to that really quick, I just wanted to say thank you. Seven Minute Stories is starting to rank on multiple platforms as a top storytelling and performing arts podcast. And that's because of you. If you haven't yet by chance, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. If you have, thank you. And if you can, take that extra seven seconds and tell someone else about it. A family member, friend, share it on social. Hell, grab their phone and subscribe for them because it really does wonders. You hear everybody say that, who, do, who people who do podcasts, they say, subscribe, rate. Well, the reason why is because it just raises the profile on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and more and more people can hear it. And really, this is a gift that I give every single week. This is my life's work and passion. So a great gift you can give back is to take that extra couple of seconds and tell someone you care about uh, about it so that they can have it uh, every week in their lives too. And as a family, we'll keep growing this thing together. It's really exciting. Speaking of families, we've all spent a lot of time with our families these days, uh, and it can be challenging at times, but also reminding us how valuable um, they are. Uh, this story you're about to hear, as I said, is one of the most personal and emotional I've ever told. Um, and you'll hear it in my voice when you listen to the story. It's actually episode seven of this podcast series. It's called Growing Up in the Rear View. The reason why I'm sharing it again, one is like I said, the whole family thing that's been going on and spending so much time at home, but also we did a remix to it. We added a musical element. And if you've heard it before, make sure you listen to this one because there's a new dynamic to it. It's like listening to a different version. Um, but I also am sharing it because, you know, our first 10 to 15 stories of this podcast, they have a lot of listens, but they don't have as much as, you know, the last 70 or 60 or whatever it is in the last eight months or so as we've grown. So I wanted just to honor some of these stories that we, we pushed out early on for some of the newer audience members. And this one in particular, growing up in the rear view, um, is, is really one of my most personal it's my gift to you, especially if you know if you're a parent, um, as and even as a kid or as a child of someone like you can relate to this bond. It's about uh, you know the relationship between my daughter and I, and it spans this timeline from the moment I picked her up at the hospital uh, to an uncertain future. But it's all through the lens of the rearview mirror of my car, and you get to see that movie sort of play out. So I hope you resonate with this. Uh, I love you guys. Without further ado, this is growing up in the rear view. When I look into the rear view mirror, I can see your little face. I can barely see it because it's covered in blankets and it's got about three safety belts and 37 harnesses that I've used to put your, your car seat in and strap it in so that it's so safe that nothing could jar it loose. And I'm driving you home, you're probably not even a day old, from the hospital. And as I'm driving home with you, I'm paranoid. I'm looking around because I start thinking every single driver around me, I thought, every single one is trying to hit my car and endanger you. And at that point, something inside of me changed forever. That I was going to literally do anything I could to protect you, no matter what. To make your life good, no matter what. And even when I got home, I felt good because I got you home and we were safe. But I took a breath and I looked in my mind's eye at our future together and all the things that I'm going to have to do to make sure you're okay and to do my job as a dad. 
So a couple years go by and we're driving and I look up in the rearview mirror and I can see your face. It's starting to get a little chubby. You get this beautiful smile. Your hair is kind of curly. And, you know, I got Cheerios all over my car. They're stuck to the back of the seat in my elbow. And you're just laughing. You get this amazing laugh. And we're driving to this dinner. We're supposed to meet family and friends. And the first part of the drive was great. But then I look up in the rear view and all of a sudden your face is beat red and you're crying. You're screaming. And it was that kind of cry that you just can't stop. And I didn't know what to do. And I'm panicked and I realized, oh, God, I don't do it. I take you to the hospital. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I just freaked out. And so I pulled the car into a gas station, parked the car, blasted the air conditioning because it was like 90 degrees outside. I get out of the car and I go into the back seat with you. I crawl into the back seat, shut the door, and I feel your forehead and it's you're burning up and you have a fever. But the only thing I could do is just to turn up the radio because Bruce Springsteen was playing. And I took you out of your car seat and I rocked you back and forth and back and forth until you fell asleep listening to Born in the USA. And you did. You fell asleep. And you were going to be okay. Another year goes by. I look up in the rear view. We had just got from uh, coming back from the 4th of July. You love fireworks. You're telling me all about the fireworks. You asked me what my favorite firework is in the color. And I said, well, I love the red fireworks, but I also like the fireworks that kind of stream down like And then you asked me what my 11th favorite color is. And I said, I think it's yellow. And then you get in the car and it's, you know, a hot summer's night. And you, you get, you know, you get into the car, I buckle you in and, and, and we're driving home and you fall asleep. And there's that moment that any parent can understand when your kid falls asleep and you're driving a long distance, you get, you get really reflective and there's no greater feeling than looking in the rear view and seeing your kid asleep and safe and content. I just keep looking at you. I cannot begin to describe the feeling knowing that you're okay, knowing that you're mine, knowing what a great time that we had. And then a year goes by and I'm looking in the rear view and now you can put your own safety belt on. You can put the seatbelt on just by yourself. You jump in. You're so agile now. You just open the door yourself. You jump into the car. You buckle up. You say, I'm ready to go. And then we drive. And the conversations that we have, oh my God, the questions about the world and what's outside of the window. You're starting to see the world. The world is revealing itself to you and I'm trying to prepare you to take on the world and to thrive. And so we do our brain exercises and I I teach you about the solar system. When you memorize the solar system, you remember it, every single planet. And we do count Pluto. We do count Pluto. And then we do ABCs and everything. And, and And the entire car rides just questions until the point where I just say, I can't even talk anymore. Your curiosity is just beautiful. And now I'm looking in the rear view and I'm looking into the future. We haven't even got there yet. I'm driving and I'm looking. We're not even there yet. I'm looking and maybe you're 10 and I look in the rear view and I see you and you're either in a ballet little uniform or a soccer uniform. We're either going to a ballet recital or a soccer game. I haven't decided which one. You'll get to do that. But you're so proud. You're dignified. You're strong. Determined. And we're on our way there. You're going to make yourself proud. You're going to make me proud. 
And then a few years later from that, probably I was hoping 20 years from then, maybe when you're 38 or 40, but probably when you're 15 or 16, I'm going to be driving and I'm going to look in the rearview mirror. I'm going to see you and you're going to have like a boyfriend or you're going to be going to some date or some sort of thing. And, you know, look, you're going to tell me, don't be mean to him. You're going to say, you can't, please don't be mean to him. And here's the problem. That's not my job. My job is to protect you. So if he's a jerk to you, if he disrespects you, if he isn't even mean to you, my job is to be mean to him. Because my job is to protect you. You haven't realized that yet. After all these car rides, you're still little. But you're getting older. And now maybe you're past high school. Now maybe you've already learned to drive. You're not even in the passenger seat anymore because we already did our driving license and, and now you got your license and now you're driving your own car. And now I'm looking into the rearview mirror and I don't see anybody. I don't see you. You're probably making your own path. Driving somewhere interesting. Where are you going? Can I come sometimes? Maybe we can go on on weekly drives or something like that. Now I'm starting to drive and look in the rear view and my eyes are starting to go a little bit. People are honking at me. I don't see the way I used to. But I know I'm going to see you for lunch. I'm driving there. But it's funny because when I look into the rear view mirror, even when you're not there, I'm proud. I know you're doing great. But I can see all those stages of your life in one kaleidoscope right there in the rear view. I can see you and that smile. And when you say, I love you, and I say, I love you too. And then I blink and sometimes it just disappears. It washes away. But I keep driving. I'll adjust the mirror every once in a while and remember you. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Audio production by Ken Went. You can connect with Ken at media216.com. Original artwork done by Pete Whitehead. See Pete's work at petewhitehead.com. And lastly, I'm Corey Burse, and I coordinate the podcast. Make sure and tune in next week for another story.